Hey, this is Walt Flanagan. You're listening to Draw One Last Breath. special episode of Draw One Last Breath. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. And welcome to our 10th episode. Who are, uh, we've got a little surprise, haven't we, with us? Who sat to your, uh, to your right right now? <laughs> the one and only, we talked about him a couple of times on the podcast, Mr. Geordie Paul. Welcome, Geordie Paul. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm honoured to be here, gents. <laughs> good, <Isn't> good. It? <laughs> it's good to have you here. So obviously Paul's uh, come down all the way from where he's from is Ireland, so he's come a long way to be with us tonight, which is really cool. Well, can I clarify, I live in Ireland. I yeah, wouldn't be much of a majority from... if I was from Ireland, would I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, okay, let's uh, just have a rundown of what we're going to do today. So, we have been to the cinema, and we are going to review Venom on today's episode. God, I'm excited about that. Yep. Can't uh, wait to talk about that. Unfortunately, uh, Geordie Paul hasn't seen it yet. Spoilers. But <laughs> yeah, we're gonna spoil the crap. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we got we're gonna review Venom, and we've also got uh, something to scream about, which is uh, this week is favorite what the phone fuck moments in horror, and we've also got our movie from the vault, which is a very special one. We've been waiting for this one, The Class of Newcomb High. Yeah, I've been winding you up for weeks about this one, but yeah, finally got you to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to hearing what you think, especially. We'll get to that soon. Especially after we uh, delve into the news and find out where I've been for the last two, uh, oh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so should we should we get on to some news? Let's do it. Cool. So um, I haven't got a lot this week myself, um, but we'll let um, Geordie Paul go first. You've got a little bit of news, haven't you? Yeah, my uh, my only bit of news um, is the new Petemetry trailer. So. Pet Cemetery was a film you re- reviewed a couple of weeks ago, mm. I think. Um, so the new remake, obviously, as trendy as it is now with the It remake. Um, so yeah, the trailer dropped the other day and it looks amazing. Um, it does look good. John Lithgow's in it, which, oh, no, like, forget amazing. everything else, John Lithgow's in it, so it's bound to be good. But it's obviously, I love the first one. It's one of the first horror films I ever watched. So, um, but. Hang on, we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so John, but, um, John Lithgow plays Judd. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it's got, I can't remember what his name, but the dude Watch from... Watch out for those tracks. <laughs> yeah. The guy from Everest, isn't it, in Terminator? And Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name either. But... Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that dude. But uh, yeah, he's in it. Um, And yeah, it looks really cool. It's got some like strange sort of uh, vibe to the trailer with like kids in masks with drums and stuff. So it looks mm. a bit... It looks like they've sort of taken it on a different direction. A little bit and... in places. Yeah. Maybe. And the, there's just a lasting image burned into my brain of the cat. So the cat's obviously, it looks a bit CG'd, but it looks insane. So, yeah, um, it looks quite cool. So Fingers crossed for that one. Yeah. I really hope they don't do it. Well, they I do hope it. this one's at least quite scary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It looks cool. So. Yeah, it looks good. It does look good. I'm definitely, that's probably going to be one for the podcast, I think, further down the line. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only really bit I've got is um, actually... 
Jewelry Paul, you sent me a photo of the um, uh, some new pops that are coming out from uh, from Split. Oh yeah, Split. Yeah, they, they they look pretty cool. So I don't know if they're going to be exclusive to anywhere. I don't know about that. I don't know. They just came on the Funko Europe website. So. Yeah, they look they look pretty cool. Um, so. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really got a lot more news, but we really want to leave a little bit of space to talk about your trip to New York, Paul. Yeah, I mean, the only, I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. The only thing I had to like was the fact that James Wan's no longer directing The Country and Free. I know, yeah. Yeah, so Michael Chavez is, is set to helm. Yeah. But I don't know much about the guy, so okay. but I just thought I'd drop that in there. I so. know, I'm a bit gutted about that, really. I mean, He's obviously, in... I think James Wan is still oversee things yeah. on it. But I wonder why he decided not to. Maybe he's been offered something bigger, you know, because James Wan's, you know, doing a lot at the moment. And obviously he's doing Aquaman. He's done Aquaman. Um, so I wonder if he's been offered a big meaty role of doing a different film. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. But yeah, I, t- I took my trip to New York. So I went to um, I went to New York Comic Con whilst I was out Very there. Very lucky. And um, yeah, after... Like seeing all the merch and all that, all the cool likes, like loads of like horror stuff that I picked up. I picked up um, these cool little critter dolls yeah, that are really, cool, really mate. good. They're like pro- with proper hair on them. It's like really <laughs> yeah. weird. Real critter hair. Yeah. Um, picked up a um, couple of um, pop exclusives that came back that travelled really well. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Michael Myers. So I've got a Michael Myers exclusive, which Blood um, Splatter, which, Blood is really Splatter nice. which is really cool. Um, so they're doing quite a lot of cool. Especially when cool you take pops. out of the box and look at it, really. <laughs> yeah, good detail. Definitely, probably don't keep this one in the box, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got a uh, Pennywise bobblehead, an exclusive. This is cool. Yeah, this, this is really is... cool. We we'll have to put a picture online of yeah, this. Yeah, well, I'll put a picture online of that one because it's. I've already got a ch- uh, Chucky uh, bobblehead, but this is like a proper statue, so it's not like the Funkos. It's like um, like ceramic instead of like. Really, um, it looks really nice. It's really really cool. Is it new? It or old? It. It's old. It. So old. It's oh, nice. Tim, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Nice. But it's yeah. limited, right? Limited to about five hundred pieces. So worldwide. Worldwide. That's pretty cool, man. So, yeah, that was one of my cool picks from the um, from the show. We also got to go and watch an exclusive premiere, Titans. Um, which is really cool. Oh, hang on, have you not signed any waiver to not talk about this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. I won't spoil it. It's just like... Don't want to get I sued. Mean, <laughs> in the UK, we're not going to be able to see this thing. It's a D- it's this new DC Universe thing, that they like streaming yeah. thing, but it's not going to be available in the UK at the moment. The The show, did. we got to watch two episodes of it, and it's like about, it's quite a Punisher-level dark. It's a real. Is it, quite, is it quite violent? It's really violent. Really. Really violent. Like blood, blood gore. Well, the trailer was quite kicking. like the fuck Batman fuck thing. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. No, they were all talking about this whole fuck Batman because they put that in after. So that was kind of cool. There's one thing that might be a bit more up our street though, hmm. um, which is worth looking at Doom Patrol. So I'm trying to check this comic out I at like the moment. The sound of this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brendan Fraser came out. From the mummy, and th- this is crazy because the only the other day I was um, thinking, where is this guy been? Yeah, and, like he's he's like not done anything for a long, long, long time, and um, and then suddenly, obviously, I was talking to you about, it and then you you told me, oh yeah, he's going to be in this new Dawn- Doom Patrol, and I was like, oh my god. I mean, I don't crazy. know like too much about it, um, but I'm trying to learn at the moment, um, and so I picked up volume one of the 1989 Grant Morrison. Oh, cool. Uh, edition because that's what it's based on I do believe okay. and they're all they all just seemed like a bit we've got to watch a trailer they all just seem like a bit 
like reprobates and a bit yeah. maybe depressed. And I don't know. I think they're supposed to be a kind, a kind of like I, I, I don't, I don't know the equivalent. It's just like maybe the not quite Suicide Squad. They're just kind of degenerates. They just odd, like it's just an oddball squad. They're just, odd, they're just oddballs. And I, <laughs> I kind of like this one. I can't figure out if they're <laughs> supposed to be heroes or not. Kind of like us three. Well, yeah, they're just basically yes. oddballs. One's called like Mr. Robot, I think, and I think there's another one like called Race Car Steve or something like that. He's had like a crash i've got a, i've got to know like more about it and stuff like that but it, i'm reading the comic moment so i will try and fulfill people's in that but yeah did that and um i got to go to a very 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 special place um that, I, that i've been wanting to go to for hey, don't rub it in yeah yeah for for years and years i got to go to kevin smith's comic shop in new jersey Not just to stop Stash. you just to stop you there to kind of give people who listen to us a little bit of background obviously we started this podcast on the fact because we listened to kevin smith pretty much and followed his films all our lives and we're massive big fans and you have always always said to me i am going to go to secret stash one day i'll definitely definitely do it and uh it's always been on your big massive dream list yes and you've it's... always banged on about it and i've always wanted to go as well but i'd say you way more than me um, but yeah, carry on. Sorry. I mean, yeah, like you said, like I've been listening to um, Kevin Smith's podcast for about eight, nine years now, and mm. um, then later on, I picked up uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. So I've been a massive Tell Him Steve Dave um, listener for the last like seven years, um, since its fruition, since it sort of came out, and listen to the guys on the podcast, Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, Brian Quinn. It and then that went on and did comic book men which is obviously after the walking dead and mm. um, we don't get comic book men in england so you have to find other ways to watch it but it's it's going into the shop it's just like these guys have been in my ears for so long it was just something surreal i was like on a i felt like being on, i was on a tv show going in because it's just hearing their voices they got such distinct voices yeah massively yeah so that was really cool but the best thing about it which we'll uh reveal in a minute so I, I, when I walked in there, Mike Zapsik, Ming Chen from the Combat Men were both in there. They they all they work in the shop. And the guy I wanted to see, Walt Flanagan, wasn't in there. So I was like, oh. I bet you were guided at first. Yeah. So I spoke <coughs> to the guys and he said he was due to come in at midday. So I was only about an hour. So I waited. I went for a bit. Of, so he obviously has a lay-in and it comes yeah. in when he wants. So <laughs> I, went, I went for a bit of lunch at Surf Taco, which if you listen to Tell Him Steve Dave, you'll know is oh, really? the shop next to it, which they always go on about. And then I went back in, and he was there, and I got, you know, I'd, I'd been telling Steve, I was a right ge- geeking out, I'd been telling <laughs> Steve Dave t-shirt on, and I'd put me um, Cryptozerk Man comic with me, which they did on, they they announced on um, Comic Book Men years and years ago, and it's it's Walt uh, Flanagan, it's like an artist, so he's done a couple of Batmans as well, hmm. um, and, and and yeah, I was like, okay, um, just trying to, just bring, brought it over, would you be able to sign it? And he, he took Shout it out of my hand, yeah. and went and did a sketch that's, like there and then amazing. and we that's just so chatted cool. for a bit chatting about our podcast good yeah. <laughs> um the world famous but yeah also got to um sit down with uh with Walt and talk about his comic uh the cryptozoic man and some upcoming projects as well so what we'll do is we're we'll play that next um for you guys and you can have a little listen to me having a chat with Walt Flanagan. I'm with you, uh, Walt Flanagan uh, from The Secret Stash. Hello. How are we doing? Pretty good. 
We're here to talk about his uh, comic Cryptozoic, man. Yes. So tell me about the uh, conception of it. I remember it from comic book, man. Right, that's right. We, um, I had the idea to do uh, an old like homage to um, like the animal, mineral, vegetable man, an old Doom Patrol villain, where it was like this absurd. One side of the guy was a human, was a human side of him, and the other side was a uh, was a big dinosaur. Right. And uh, I've always it, always, it was always such a striking image that I always it was always one of those things that I always loved. And so, I was just coming up with sketches, and I drew like a, a half man, half Bigfoot. I decided that um, when Comic Book Man was was in was in full uh, swing, they had the idea of like, hey, would you, you should uh, pitch a comic book to a company, a major company, and do you guys have an idea that you can pitch immediately? And I had some sketches, and I had that sketch of Cryptozoic Man, so I went to Brian, and I was like, hey, we need, if we could come up with a backstory to this concept of, uh, of a guy who is half Bigfoot, has an arm of the Loch Ness Monster. So we pitched it to Dynamite on the show, and uh, it became a, a four-issue miniseries. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I remember getting it as soon as it, as soon as it came out. It was absolutely incredible. You be, you've been drawing for like years and years and years before then like when you talk about it with like um kevin and stuff like that you you like did you're into your metal yeah so yeah, metal yeah pictures, my metal, my metal music of, like <laughs> it reminds me of just an old like metal like um, front cover and stuff like that in terms of like the old old monsters and stuff like that, iron maiden that you got oh okay yeah yeah Eddie and stuff like that that's yeah. what it sort of reminds me of um, but you'd like plan on drawing anything else like coming up? Uh, working on a comic book that's coming out um, with Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers and uh, my my uh, co-host on Tell Him Steve Dave podcast called Metro. Metro. It's about a uh, a man who's um, who's uh, I don't know if you want to say possessed, but his his, uh, his the vessel of his of his body is uh, in is controlled by the soul of, of New York City, oh, and there's uh, a whole bunch. They're like these three weird. Um, I would I would have to call them serial killers that that are like this, this three psychopaths who are who are involved in the story. It's just a really weird and uh, gritty um, book that's got a, that was you know. Really makes you feel like, uh, like I was like this New York in 1980s okay. more than more than current New York. I think. So you like the dark? You really do like the dark side of sort of like comics and stuff like that. Um, no, actually, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't say I like either or, but uh, this particular story is a bit darker though. It sounds it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind um, light and fluffy. Um, you know, it, you just can't have all dark. Then it's just too much. You know, then it then it you lose. Uh, when it's really dark, you kind of like if you're all you're feeding on is the is dark content. Then I don't know if I'm like I, that doesn't always that's always what I gravitate towards though. You can have light and the light and the dark and stuff. Yeah, right? I like that. I really do. Um, but with um like Cryptozerk man, when you when you sort of come up with like a uh, an idea to actually draw, I suppose. Right. Where do you start? I guess the like I uh, just something you know if you're just sketching and. Uh, it could just be for like you're just just screwing around and then you can come up with a sketch that like you like that particular character sketch and then you can build a story around it like that's what happened with Cryptus Oak man it was just this corny um i mean it's a ridiculous um design character i mean it, it is absolutely um the like to try to make it like a true horror i thought was the uh, the comedy of it all because it's not 
it's absolutely uh, silly looking more than scary looking. It's it, absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what. <laughs> but that's what I was going for was that like like this would be a character you would see pop up in 1950s Superman comic book. Like if Superman got the wrong color kryptonite. Yeah. He might have a snake arm and uh, an ape body with a with a human head or something. It would be like what I was going for was that classic Silver Age um, absurd. In no way, shape, or form does it look scary, uh, but look of the character. But then, kind of put him into uh, you know with with, with Brian Johnson because uh, he wrote all. He, he wrote, wrote it. Um, then taking it and being like, okay, now he looks ridiculous, but let's make the con- let's make the story around him like not ridiculous. So let's try to make it like really weird and uh, I want to keep using the word dark, but really just like just strange and surreal and more than like silly, even though the character looked silly. Because Brian's quite dark. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, is there something darker than dark? Yeah. What, what, what's the word that is darker than dark? That would be Brian. Oh, uh, this is awesome. That's cool. I can't... Well, thank <laughs> you. Brilliant. I mean, that's, that's absolutely nuts. So what did you think about that then, guys? Awesome. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we put that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was proper nervous, but you know, it was. Um, no, it it's sounds like you had a great time, mate. It sounds like you had a great time. I'm glad, glad you basically ticked off a few bucket list things there. But next time I'm coming. Damn right you're coming. I needed, I needed, I needed my, uh, I needed you there. <laughs> it's also when you meet people that like you, you, your heroes in life or people you really like look up to and like sort of fanboy on and they're actually really nice rather than. Being total assholes, like so. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that's yeah, that's a good thing. Agree. The fact that they were all really, really cool to you, and they actually listened to you, like you told me about Mike, talked to you about the business cards we have and little things like that. It's just like really kind of them it, to it, do that. They really yeah. like the name of the podcast, okay. and they like the um, um, little skull that we have as well, yeah. like our little logo. So that was really cool. Oh, but like you said, like customer meeting, feedback always meeting, welcome. Yeah, meeting <laughs> your um, idols and stuff. Like that. I like met. Uh, pin, uh, Doug Bradley played Pinhead. Penmanship, his penmanship. His penmanship is amazing. Cause it's one of the best things I own. It's like a, a bit of signed craft. Yeah. But he was such a dick. To <laughs> was he? Yeah. He was, was not interested. I was tired. Was I was tired that day as well. But he was such a dick to me. Because I because uh, I don't know. I think I was just like accidentally wound him up a bit. I wound him up a little bit. So it's fair play to him. Wow. How did you there. wind Pinhead up? I think we just. He just said like. Um, I just said I pissed myself when I first watched your movie. He's just like he's, such, he's a fez. He didn't mean yeah. laugh. He meant oh, like, actually, piss actually piss himself. Piss <laughs> <laughs> he didn't take it very well. Brilliant. Maybe he thought he meant like laughed. Yeah, I don't know, but it was it was a bit of a dick to me. So. Awesome. But yeah, yeah, that's um, so that's New York. So I hope you enjoyed that little extra little snippet, and um, hopefully we've got a few other little like secret things coming yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah. I hopefully. did meet Lloyd Kaufman. Yes, as well at the um, New York Comic Con. Um, so Trump, anything trivial. So obviously we're um, doing class of Newcomb High later. So there might be something else, maybe a bit later for you guys cool. as well. So that was really cool. But shall we um, move on to our really exciting review of uh, Venom? <laughs> So 
but yeah, so this week we went and watched uh, Venom at our local, well, I, I watched it, we both watched it at our local cinema. Um, unfortunately, Jordy Paul hasn't seen this one, so yeah. we're going to spoil it Let's <laughs> spoil the shit out of him first. I'm really sorry. I, I don't mind. give you the heads up. I don't mind. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, uh, brief rundown of the film. It's obviously a Venom film. Um, he's part of the Spider-Verse, obviously. Um, originally, he's a Spider-Man villain. Uh, this one, we, we join Eddie Brock, um, which is he's some kind of rogue reporter. Kind of like with, in a relationship with his girlfriend, everything seems to be kind of tickety-boo. And then everything takes a turn for, for the worst when he uh, gets uh, this kind of contracted kind of virus attaches to him. Okay, yeah, it's like a parrot. They call it a parasite. parasite it's yeah. a symbiote. Symbiote. Don't say that. <laughs> symbiote. So it's not a parasite. It's a symbiote. Not allowed to say parasite. He gets angry. I mean, this <laughs> this version of it is um, a little bit different to the comics. Um, Massively. You said it's not. He's not. Um, he's not Spider Man's enemy. Well, allegedly not. No. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. He's he's more of an anti an anti hero, mm. which they're pegging him as. Um, in this in this version of um, of Venom, I hate that term anti-hero. It does my head in. <coughs> anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's thrown about a lot nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Christ, what do we do with this movie? Okay, so it's starring Tom Hardy as Eddie Eddie Brock. Obviously, yeah. Michelle Williams is his girlfriend Anne. Riz Ahmed. Ahmed. No, Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Sorry, from uh, uh, who plays Carlton Drake and Stroke Riot. Um, and Ruben I've been in Rogue One yeah Ruben Flesher was the director who did Zombieland which is great an movie. incredible yeah, film great incredible movie film. why the did he do this piece of shit <laughs> 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 so there's my first thoughts yeah um, I nearly fell asleep in in the movie um, I, I second that <laughs> I'm trying to find some good things to say about this movie um, but it's just a pile of shit <laughs> In all honesty, um, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's made, it's made really good money. So yeah, it, it opening a hundred, day, a hundred grand budget. Yeah. Uh, well, hundred grand. There's a hundred million, hundred million uh, pound budget on it. And it's done a, a weekend of uh, 229 million worldwide. Okay, it's gone to 400 now. Wow. Um, it's the best, the best opener for a Marvel movie in October, which I don't think is a great stat. I don't think there were. I think there's one other movie that was opened in October. Oh, was it? Like, like Ghost Rider or something. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what do they say about Deadpool? When Deadpool came out, it was the biggest grossing movie in February. And it's like, <laughs> no movies really get released in February apart from like Oscar bait. Yeah. So true. some of the stats are stupid. But I didn't go in with any expectations. <coughs> hmm. I mean, I went. We chose this because I thought in my head, I honestly thought. That they were gonna go for the horror side, and they were they had a good monster. Marvel Venom is a great monster, absolutely. And I thought they could go to town. This if we've had Logan, we've had um, uh, Deadpool. Why why the hell not give a, give the fans something like horrific and go full out with Venom? But no, mm. they give us a, a Spider Man, a worse than Spider Man three version of Venom. Wow, it's Ooh. worse than Spider Man three. Oh, I've heard a lot, of, a, a lot of people talking about that. Um, uh, the thing is, right? The thing is, for me, I went in with the lowest of low expectations because I've obviously heard all the the 
the negative comments and all the stuff on social media and stuff like that. So I went in with low expectations. And what I was met with was pretty much something paint by A to Z numbers. Like, here's the villain that I'm, I'm really disappointed to say this, but I really like Riz Ahmed. And I thought I, I loved him in Rogue One. I think he's a great actor. Fort Lions. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And, and he's a really gritty actor. And I think that this, for him, he was wasted in. And I just think it's like, he was almost like a ha villain. Like, I'm I'm a, like, in a, um, like, laboratory. And I'm a, sci- I'm a kind of scientist. And I'm going to be the evil one. But there was just nothing about him. There was just nothing that made you, me... You, you had Tom Hardy. Yeah. Riz Ahmed. Michelle Williams, who's an Oscar, four-time Oscar nominee. You had a great See. cast, and you made a pile of poo. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just there was just, there was parts in it that don't get me wrong, it wasn't all bad. There were a couple of funny bits, a bit, a, a bit, a couple of bits where I was like, oh, "That's quite funny. That's quite funny. That's quite cool." But it was just full of CGI. There was not much storyline to it, and the biggest thing, spoilers. Um, this isn't a massive spoiler but the biggest thing that really annoyed me that it felt like they just jammed this little bit in was it was kind of like there had to be a reason why Venom didn't want to go back or didn't want to be evil and all he has is this really quick conversation with Tom Hardy's character Eddie Brock where he's like oh I'm going to stay and Eddie Brock's like why do you want to stay and he's like because I quite like Earth and I quite like you and we're, we're quite good together and that's his uh, reason for staying. Uh, and it's just get like, a room, will you? Yeah, yeah. The ca- the and ca- I was just like, I was disappointed in that, and then it lost its way. And and there was moments where it was there. I didn't even know what was going. On. The CGI was so heavy at the end, near the end, that I didn't even know what was going. On. I didn't even know that they amalgamated into each other. I didn't even like. I, I missed something somewhere. I was there was just too much going on. Um, I didn't think Tom Hardy was that bad. I thought he was all right. Um, Do you remember watching Spawn? The yeah. first time, do you, you watch? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Great movie, but it's <laughs> that's <Yeah>? that's debatable. <laughs> Maybe for a future episode. <laughs> but it was spawn level CGI. This is what I mean. Wow, it hasn't moved on. It hasn't moved on. It hasn't moved on. They haven't oh. found a way. You've got to these two. Venom's sort of power is like the fact that he can create anything out of anything. So you've got these sort of like weapons coming out of him yeah and um he can make pretty much anything he wants kind of thing but he's the runt of the he's how he, i didn't know this about the comment but he they've made him the runt so his co- his topic um so he's not actually that hard no they've made him oh. the runt of this symbiote like race <clears throat> and the the main guy riot so they sort of have this sort of like fight at the end and you can't tell who's fighting who yeah. and yeah it's embarrassing. It's just mess. lots of just sloppy, stringy stuff yeah, around yeah, the yeah. And they and it's really annoying in the trailer as well. They show it. They show him get literally Venom getting ripped apart. Yeah, they say that bit with. I've, yeah. yeah, I've seen that. And that annoyed me. Can I well. can I ask you a couple of questions on it just yeah, based on because I've only just seen the trailers. So like, is like and I've seen people different people sort of reviews about it already. Um, and you say Tom Hardy was alright, but like his accent and just the way he goes on in the trailer annoyed me slightly mm. because Eddie Brock I mean I always love obviously I really love the 90s Spider-Man cartoon and I love the Venom stuff that do in that 
And, and Eddie is... Brock is a bit of an arsehole. He's like a bully, and oh, he's yeah. a very flawed character in it. No, but not... in this one, he just looks like this like everyman hero, and it's like, no, he's, that's he's not bit... what Eddie Brock is. Yeah, he's a bit like oh, down on his luck, and you're kind of feeling sorry. But for Eddie, him. Bro- Eddie Brock, and... yeah, but he should be flawed. Yeah. that's why the symbiote takes over Eddie Brock, and he can't take over Peter that's Parker. Exactly, hit the nail on the head because. I was speaking to a guy at work, and he's Steve from work. He's a good mate of mine, and uh, at work, and he Hi, basically, Steve. yeah, <laughs> he basically said to me, you know, he, he hit the nail on the head as well, where he basically said, I- "I'm not really interested in Venom unless he's fighting Spider-Man," and I was like, "You're right, and you're totally, completely right." See, I, I I got a different view. I wanted to watch this movie because I just thought I had a slight hope that it was going to be a horror monster i thought they yeah. were gonna just i thought they were gonna i get what you say because a lot of the views that the, came out yeah i thought they that. were gonna bring the gore i thought that it was gonna yeah. be r-rated I because there's just, loads of people going oh it's very john carpenter-esque and all this stuff and, <laughs> god bloody wasn't yeah uh, and that, that's uh, an insult unless you're talking about escape from la I, do, I, don't, I don't know if it's one of these <laughs> i don't know if it's one of these movies where let's bang it out quick because we're going to lose the rights to this character and I really think is it's it just Sony? Is it just the studio heads getting involved with a talented cast again and I just, just it, destroying it? I seriously it. think they needed to do this movie so they didn't lose the rights. Yeah, it doesn't um, right. So it's, it doesn't even fit in with its with what's going on no. currently in the Marvel universe. But it's stuck in there. <coughs> so it's definitely happened, and all the other characters exist, but couldn't, hmm. no, we couldn't care less. This, what you're saying about Eddie Brock? If they'd done that side of Eddie Brock, but hmm down dirty that would have made it a great r-rated movie and we could have had something brilliant yeah to actually talk about but they're and, not and, and, and they're not tom interested Hart, in tom that. hardy's acting in it you, you get shit in you get shit out so he his accent no one questioned yeah. his accent is suddenly from brooklyn suddenly mm-hmm. from ireland something you it, it's like what, what are you I, doing? I, I just don't think anyone cared about this project yeah i think it was just sort of the it, loads of ideas around the table Let's pick one out of a hat. Oh, this one looks good. Let's just do it because we've got to do the film now because everyone's signed on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I've I, never seen it, and obviously Tom Hardy's done some good stuff. He's done Dunkirk. I mean, we, not everyone likes him as Bane, but I like him as Bane. I don't yeah, think it's that bad. Death will come. Well, I think he's cracking <laughs> actor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look 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 at him in things like Legend. It's yeah, like it's where he good. plays two characters like yeah. crazy. It's like. He, uh, he's a brilliant he is a brilliant actor which is probably why he got the gig from legend because he's playing two characters he's but playing Venom and he's playing at the Eddie end Brock, of the day yeah. at the end of the day his name puts bums on seats and that's what they want well it puts a certain kind of bum on seat yeah <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> sorry do um... we do we do we want to go oh, can I ask you another question just before yeah, sure, you finish this it. right now Obviously, the, the best villain against Venom is a certain Carnage. Now, yeah. I might be asking you as a massive spoilerific thing here, right? But Woody Harrelson's in this film, isn't he? Right. So this is what Have you been on IMDb? No, 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 no. I heard he was in it, right? So and then the, the rumour he was playing someone called... Is it Cletus? Or... Yeah. Right, so they've done an it's end, the end of credit scene. All oh, right, end, okay. End, 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 end of credit scene. So spoilers, if you don't... If you care... And this isn't a horror movie, so if you're listening to this, probably we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry for doing reviewing this, but it, it wasn't my choice. It, we, we, I wish I'd gone. We, we should have done Mandy, but whatever. Um, so we did it. It's crap, but there was an after. There was an after. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, there's an after credit scene yeah. with Woody Harrison yeah. as Cletus, but he's. I'm gonna bring the carnage. He looks farcical as well. He's wearing this red. Yeah 
crappy wig. wig. But the thing he is, awful. Oh, so they, they they give him ginger hair. Yeah. But oh, the thing Jesus. that annoyed me with that is that they had to spoon feed it to the crowd. So nobody, yeah. obviously, nobody would know who he is. They had to have him say, "I'm going to bring the carnage," because otherwise. Uh, no one would have really guessed who he was. Yeah, but and I then, think that's really bad. But then that's just all you've done is just ruin Carnage. He could have just saved Carnage for a Spider-Man film. They've mm. ruined it before they got it out. They make they're gonna do franchises. Venom. It all depends who's got the rights to Carnage. Obviously, Fox and whoever's got well, the rights to Carnage. Sony have got it all, haven't they? Oh, so, sorry, Sony. Yeah. So Sony have got the Spider-Man and the villain rights, but like it's just. That's all getting signed over to Marvel though by January. Wow, fingers well, crossed. That should do. They they need somebody. They Sony are getting it very very wrong. (laughs) So they need. Anyway, I feel we spent enough time on Venom. Yeah, I don't want to spend any more time. We've got more exciting things to talk about. Well, I can't wait to go and see it. (laughs) Definitely go and see it, so you know what we're talking about. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. you know, it's not shy of a bit of pennies. So. No, I love Sp- you know, I love Spider Man, I love the villains. It's just I wish you know, again, take your time. They're just trying to piggyback off Spider Man Homecoming and trying to you know, do all this stuff. Just just spend a bit of time. I'm still waiting for that um that horror Marvel movie. They again you got Morbius haven't you coming out? New yeah. New Mut- uh, the New Mutants next year. Whenever that comes out. Yeah, and that's questionable because I think they've gone back and done research. Exactly, they have gone back so I think they I think they're diluting it. Okay. Yeah, I first I saw a trailer for that film about six or seven months ago. Yeah, I know. So... Yeah, but that's the thing. That first trailer was really dark. Yeah. And the yeah. horror elements would look really, really good. But I think you're right, Paul. I think they've gone back and they've gone, it's too dark. We need to fluff it up. We need to get it for all ages. And I think they're going to ruin it. And that's I what hate they did to say this, it. They, what's what they did with this Venom movie. Yeah. They went all ages on it and they don't need to anymore. They've got all, you've got mature audiences. It's what DC Universe... When I watch Titans... You really like DC are trying to get those their mature audience again, and they will win with this Titans thing because it's got it's got that Netflix um, not not quite Daredevil, but like Daredevil season two yeah. where it's that that prison scene. <clears throat> it's got that level yeah. of violence in it, uh, and it doesn't look like bullshit. Hmm. Um, the only problem I can yeah. see with that is that, it, that it's going to be exclusive to the app. If it, yeah. unless it comes to something that's a bigger platform and, and I just hope if they're going to do that that they do like I know this has gone into like comic book territory but uh, if they're going to do it they, they don't just do violence for violence sake you know how many times can you just see Robin go fuck Batman fuck, it, fuck Catwoman fuck the saw, Penguin you know we it's we like, saw well, two episodes and it was and good yeah. it had a, I want to watch a third one cool um, and it, so it sucked me in and the, what it's centred around more than Robin it's centred around Raven now ra- the Raven element is something that I haven't seen. She's pretty badass she, as well. She's incredibly dark. There's there's something like living inside her. I mean, I haven't seen the Teen Titans and stuff like that, whatever it's based on. But the thing that's inside her, there is some apps. What it does to people is nuts. And it, it give me shivers sometimes in, when I was watching it. So it's, that's it's going to be dark. Cool. Just so oh. have that thing. Nice one. Right, move on. Denim, <laughs> what are you grading it? Um, oh, I don't know. I'd say I know we've been quite down on it, but I'd say probably a three or four. Oh, okay. Uh, four. Four. That's quite generous. <laughs> um, I'd say four just because there's a couple of bits that made me laugh. I'll go. I'll go three. I, 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 yeah. I mainly. It's a shame. A I good attempt. It's a shame. I mean, I, I'll I have high hopes. The fact that it's got Woody Harrelson in it. But that's about, <laughs> for about, get a mark. Just get a mark. Five yeah. seconds. Is it? Ten percent. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. Does it draw one last breath? Four out of ten. 
pathetic. <laughs> okay, so um, last episode we pulled um, the star chance to do something to scream about. And last episode we picked out of the bucket our favourite what the fuck moment. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready, ready, let's get ready, ready, let's get ready to rumble. Watch us wreck the mic, watch us wreck the mic, watch us wreck the mic. Psych. So this sure is, did. Yeah, this is basically that moment that is just sort of stuck with you, and you, you know, you just, you just stun. It's kind of just stunned you, just made you. It's there's something you just can't forget. Yeah. Um, we've um, Jordy Paul, you've got a couple as well, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. Awesome. So let's start with Jordy Paul then. Well, yeah, but before Jordy Jordy Paul starts, I wanna I wanna kind of hear from you. Where, for you, did horror start in your life? Ooh. <laughs> from the day I was born. No, um, there we go. That, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, day I one into, I watched I this film. Yeah, um, it's it's really funny because obviously I'm I'm chuffed that you've invited us on, and obviously I listen to you all the time. Um, I, but like I don't think I class myself oh, as a. Hot, yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for the money for them t-shirts, though. But never mind, no mind, listeners. Um, <laughs> no, um, I wouldn't class myself as a like a just just a horror fan I'm, I'm much more of sort of a rounded film fan but i i really like good horror films and i, I get scared by like weird ones which other people don't really find scary and it, it's just just one of them i don't know what's your like, first earliest memory the earliest the, the first horror film i can remember watching as clear as day is pet cemetery Really? And me, me mum got it. I remember me mum got. It. I think we were about six or seven. I've got a twin brother, and we, we, we what? The video man used to come round in the boot of his car. And whenever that. I tell this story, people look at me weird because no, they think that. he was some like dodgy, dodgy man. But it was legit back in the yeah. day. He'd come round his car. His boot was full of videos. He would just knock on the door. My mum would go out. He'd open the boot of his car, and then she'd pick a video. And then mum was gone. That then mum was gone. <laughs> yeah. Returned to us 17 years later, a different woman. No, um, so, I'll tell you what, that's the start of a horror movie. We need to, start, we need to yeah, write damn it down. Right. Yeah, write it down. So Copyright. what you're trying to tell us is that you're the video man's son. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was taken to a pet cemetery. Um, <laughs> no, so Pet Cemetery was the first horror film I ever... That's not a bad place uh, to I, I, I ever saw. Um, yeah, and I remember... I remember I was actually it didn't scare me as a kid mm. and but my brother kept them up all night and then the second horror film I remember watching was It the, the, um, yeah the TV, TV thing the TV um, and I always I'll, I'll never forget and I've got a real <laughs> soft spot I mean Paul I'm very much like you like I love Stephen King I've, I've read pretty much 90% of Stephen King's books um, and I just you're I'd, more like my mum than me alright okay I've read probably about 5% of his books alright okay well you more, need to read I've, more I've started with the movies. Yeah. More um, so I've seen like Langoliers and I've seen yeah. some really ones that aren't on everyone's radar and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I've started to read. I've read, I've read like Night Shift's one of my yeah. favorites. Night Just because there's loads of different stories in one, isn't it? Yeah. That was made into a film though, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it a TV Cat series? Or? Cat size. Yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Shallow Grave. That was part of it, wasn't it? That's one of the short think, stories. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I know that Cat's Eyes was definitely... Wasn't there one about story. rats in a theatre or something? Or is that something completely... Different? I might... I can't the cracker might be going to my head. Um, yeah, so I, like, I've got an affinity for Stephen King. Obviously, Jaws is one of my favourite ever films. So, like, yeah. Good lad. The yeah, it's have got something in common. Literally, <laughs> like, like after, after sort of Star Wars has its own little place in my heart. But then Jaws is, like, well, essentially after Star Wars, my favourite ever film. So, 
Yeah. So that's Spielberg. It's that Spielberg generation, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, I love it. But I couldn't watch Jaws. And do you know what? I'm one of these. Jaws just doesn't date. I mean, you can go on about the shark all you want, about how it looks yeah, fake okay. and whatever, but it's not about the shark, the film. It's, it's about, about so much see. everything. Yeah, yeah it's and about that, what you, don't see. you know, the documentaries of the music when the shark's there to substitute the shark. It just fascinates me and always have has. Have you read that book, so. have you yet? <laughs> Which one? I give you a book. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't read that. Um, it looks pretty, though. <laughs> That's one of the things I was looking at for Con. It was Critter's memorabilia and Jaws memorabilia. I didn't mm. see anything that I fancied for Jaws, unfortunately. Oh, it's... So. I, I, I love it. I always have done. I, I was little. I had a fascination with sharks, and I think that's where it came from. And See, you obviously um, work with Matt as well for a little bit and stuff like that. So um, with the podcast, do you, do you li- watch the movies that we... Like well, I've seen movie. a lot of them. You've seen a lot of or, them already. Or what you've already talked about, so like yeah. Polyguys, Pet Sematary, and all that type oh, of stuff. Cool. Um, obviously, I haven't seen the newer stuff that you've talked about. Um, actually, though, I, w- I haven't seen it yet, but I got. This, am I allowed to mention companies on this? Or no, yeah, well, I got yeah. I subscribed to Sky recently in Ireland, and uh, when you do, you get That's a free Sky. Sky, <laughs> please send me free subscription. Um, Sky Sports for a month, thanks. Um, no, but uh, that Revenge is reviewed, yeah. so you get like a free Sky Store download, yeah. whatever. And okay. I, I downloaded that, so oh, I've got to watch that. Yeah, just off the bat of what you well, guys said. It's you're, you're enjoying so that. So if it's shit, yeah. if it's shit, I'm blaming you guys. Wow. So yeah, that's I'm where sort sort of horror just sort of forms just part of my usual just just film. I like a good horror. I like going to cinema. My wife hates horror films, which is always really funny when you go to the cinema because she, yeah. she's so scared of it. So, so what is your favourite horror of so, all time? So my favourite horror of all time is 28 Days Later. Oh, good, 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 good pick. Good pick. Good pick. I love Danny Boyle as a director anyway, so I don't think I don't think he's done a bad film in my opinion, to be honest. But I, I love it. Just from the, obviously living in London for a while and seeing it like desolate. Yeah. Um, it's quite a bit of a, f- a feat to behold, but um, I love it from start to finish. I love the zombie, in it, the, z- the zombie in it. I love like that. I like love the Walking Dead as well. So, obviously, all that type of, like I said, on your own, not really know what's going on, um, the, and then it just the bar, and then it? just turns it on its head all the way through. Like, yeah. and then you get to the army, and then it, and you're like, what's going on? The zombies aren't the bad guys anymore, oh, but they the are Robert the bad Kurt- guys. It's the Robert Curtin thing. Do you know what Robert Curtin's um swears? Well, he's he. Before he did The Walking Dead, um, he didn't. He watched. He'd only just watched Romero, so Walking Dead was wasn't based on um, anything like that. It was just a good idea yeah. that he had, and he hadn't even seen Twenty Eight Days Later. Wow! So he based and the the contrast between the walking the start of The Walking Dead and Twenty Eight Days Later is like it's like the same thing, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah. So that's a lie. I'm joking. That's my favorite. The scariest one, though. It's not the the thing that scares me the most, though. Um, the the scariest horror film I've ever seen, which still freaks me out to this day, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. It Mm. freaks me out. Yeah. And I get really scared. I've got this like like phobia, fear of hillbillies, (laughs) and like. Inbred, like, oh yeah, I went, yeah, I went South America. You go to yeah, New Orleans, you see a few. Um, but yeah, it's just that type of stuff scares me. So I can watch sort of monster films, and it's sort of you know it can be intense, but I know like they're monsters. It's just that sort of realism, like Hills of Eyes, Deliverance. Even though it's technically not oh, a horror God. film, no, 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 no. Deliverance yeah. for me is got to be one of the it. scariest films of all time because it's just something that can happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's it. Yeah, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably the scariest film I've ever seen, so and still freaks me out this day. It is. So Tony it, Hooper, you're unfortunately who passed. 
Yeah, um, a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just, it holds up. No matter how many times I watch that film, it just, that first scene where the first death sends chills down my spine. It looks so real. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. 70s, they've done so well in the 70s. Yeah. There's some good I, ones that come down. That was so. just the turning point. It was just a turning point for horror. It's just the dinner scene and everything yeah. about it. It's just it wrong. Like, you, know, the, the police that's, you, you can see why where Rob Zombie gets all this stuff from. It's just like, because the other day I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and lots of people don't like it. I think it's a bit like Marmite. People love it. People will hate it. But I watched it and and, and it, it didn't, it's no way as good as the first one at all, but it's a different kind of, it flips it. <clears throat> and I enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. It's on Netflix at the moment, so if you get a chance, you should check it out because I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Well, I watched the latest one. <coughs> Bill Mosley. I watched Leatherface and stuff that had come out. I don't think that was bad. I watched I that. Yeah, I, 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 on your recommendation, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, not tall enough, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give <laughs> that's that. That's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. Anyway, let's get back on to. Oh, something to scream about then. So yeah. we're doing what our favourite what the fuck moment. Yeah, Jordy Paul, let's watch your first one. Okay, so um, what the fuck, going back to Stephen King. Um, Synergy. Great film, uh, Oscar winning for Best Actress, I believe. Um, But the hobbling scene in uh, Misery. (laughs) Good pick. Great pick. Which is just, I remember the first time I ever saw it. And I I hadn't actually read the book, so if you read the book... It doesn't actually happen. Yeah, talking about the 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 bricks and yeah. So where she puts, he wakes up. He's obviously got out of the house, uh, not got out of his room. She Mm -hmm. doesn't realize, and he's gone around, and then he knocks that ornament, and he turns. Is it a penguin or a dolphin or something? He turns it around the wrong way, and then you think he's got away with it, Scott Frey, but she's noticed that that's gone and made the connection, and then he wakes up, and the lightning flashes, and she's just stood over the bed, and he's like, Jesus, what's going on? He's got that wooden block in his leg, and then she just. Twats him with a mallet, and you see, and the you see turn. it, and you just—it's yeah. just <laughs> show everything. It's just all. hopeless, and obviously the book. Like, like I said, I've read the book after it, um, and she, she actually cuts his foot off in yeah, the book. Yeah, she cuts the foot off. In oh, the yeah, really? yeah, she actually cuts his foot off. Ooh. But I just think that. But Kathy Bates work, and James Kahn, they are yeah. just. Mm. Oh, it's James Kahn, isn't it? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the film, when. He has that hallucination where she comes out and serves him dinner, and it's like, oh my god! But yeah, so that was the the first what the fuck moment for me. I like that. That's a good pick because like like that you almost forget about that, and then when you say it again, it's like, whoa! I remember that. Oh my god! That's because I remember my friend had it on VHS, and I went around his house because we used to watch horror films together, and he lived five doors down from me, and I went down, and he actually put that on the VHS, and I was like, this is pretty boring. And I was like, what is this about? It's just some crazy... And I was like, oh my God. Literally, what the fuck? It literally was yeah, what the fuck. I watched it with my mum. I watched... There's another one I watched with my mum. Yeah. Um, she let us watch that as, a, as teenagers and stuff like that. The good old mum. Yeah. <laughs> to, to that was another good I'm one. I'm going to report it to the authorities. Well, but she did win an Oscar for that, didn't she? I'm sure she won. What, my mum? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kathy Bates. <laughs> did she win? She did win an Oscar yeah, for that. I'm sure she did. Oh, she definitely got nominated for an Oscar. Well, I'm, I'm going to finish that in a bit. Wow. Cool. Am I what following up that? So yeah, I'm going to go, go with uh, Stephen King then as well. Oh, he's going to raise you. I'm going <laughs> to see if I can trump you. So this is um, don't mention Trump from the TV miniseries It, and it's the bit where Belch gets picked up by the It thing and taken 
through. He gets almost. He gets folded in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah and like, taken through the sewer uh, drain, and it's just the, the slowness of it. Yeah. That just absolutely got me, and he's dragged, and I can just. I can. I always thought. I always thought that he, he wasn't. It, that's that's got to be humanly possible, but it's not. You can't bend that way unless you're Simon. Um, <laughs> but then he's uh, literally like like letterboxed through the pipe, and then it obviously comes back to yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Henry Bowers and stuff like that. But that for me, that has stuck with me since I was a kid. It freaks mm. me out. It's one of the most freakiest moments in that whole uh, TV miniseries, and they didn't do it. They did it differently, obviously, in the um, in yeah. the latest version. But yeah, when Belch gets folded in half, that that's my uh, my one. What thing. the fuck moment? That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, go on then, Matthew. Well, I've I've gone a bit newer than you boys. I'm sorry, it's not Stephen King. Sorry to let you down, but you stepping out of the eighties. Unfortunately, I don't have to. Um, Actually, I think Misery's nineties. So yeah, true. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going a bit even more recent. I'm going with the. Um, Seed in Don't Breathe, it's the turkey baster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fucking genius. And no one can come at me with this. Because, like, literally, I, I went Paul's to the gone. Cinema. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> I, <coughs> I gotta say, I went to the cinema. We we actually did a double header, didn't we, Paul? We went we went and saw the Purge movie, uh, I think it was Election, and then basically we hopped it around in the car and literally went across town, went to the other cinema and we watched Don't Breathe. So we, two, it was two relatively great movies. And Don't Breathe, to me, is one of my, is, is my favourite recent movies. It's one of the best in the last five years, yeah. definitely. Right <laughs> there with it follows. And literally, I could not tell you, I, we'd, I went in completely blind on this movie. I hadn't seen any trailers, Nothing about it. All I knew is that there wasn't a lot of, of of talk in this movie. And there's one particular scene where they kind of... Well, everybody probably knows the premise of the story. It's, you know, these people, they uh, go into this house. There's something in this house. They think it's worth money or it's money. And the guy who lives in the house is blind. They don't realise that he's there. So they break into his house... He's there, but there's an alter, there's a completely different motive. Um, that he's actually, it's kind of two what the fuck moments, really. There's the moment when they discover a pregnant lady literally like chained to the wall in his basement, which is you didn't see coming at all. But then there's a scene irrelevant to that, totally irrelevant, where one of the girls gets captured by. The blind guy. Jane Levy. Jane Levy, yeah, she's brilliant. Jane Levy, yeah, sorry, Jane Levy. She she gets captured and put in this kind of like, almost kind of like... I stirrups. Say, stirrup sex swing type thing. <laughs> like let's go stirrup. Yeah. It's a family show. <laughs> and and she's, she's in this thing and and what he wants to do is he... And, it, and, and I hate to say this, but it, it's almost sad because... All he wants is another child, and and what does he get? You almost, <laughs> you almost, kind of sim- feel sim- sorry for him because he, he oh, he's gosh, lost you're milking this child. Aren't you? yeah. <laughs> Isn't the woman in the basement the woman who killed his son? Yeah, isn't that yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he reaches into the fridge and brings out a turkey baster full of something. He 
reaches in there for the turkey baster. But the... <laughs> he's going to go every time you say turkey baster. He is. <laughs> the BMS brings out the BMS. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it does a close-up of the Petri dish and there's a pew banger off the Petri dish. <laughs> and it's just like, I was like, no. Do you, know, do you know before there. HD you would never have been able to say that to you? <laughs> I was broken in the cinema while Anyway, yeah, this. so that's mm. my... And I think that's a well-worthy what-the-fuck yeah, moment. That's come on, if anybody come at me with that. It's just yeah. like, uh, I was I was like, yeah, they're going to... They, they have. I mean, and we're not going to let you know if she gets turkey-basted or not, so you have <laughs> no, to go and watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. Please, what right. movie, though. I love it, I love oh, it. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm going to have to watch brilliant. it again. Yeah. Can we just uh, highlight the fact that Matt... Talked about a film with a blind man, and he said, "I went in completely blind, and I never saw that oh, coming." Oh. <laughs> Two puns. Oh, wow. I didn't even know I did that. It's comedy gold. Oh, fantastic. Right, so let's go round again. Paul, Jory, Paul, it's, it's your turn again, mate. Uh, I'm not sure I can top the turkey baster, <coughs> but um, my second what the fuck moment is the end of the film Eden Lake. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Dark. Um, so it's got dark memories for me. This film. Oh my god! Like I watched this not knowing what it was. Um, I think it was on like film four or something late at night. It was yeah, it's and uh, I watched it and I thought I'll just give this a go and see what it's like. And it terrified me again. What I was saying earlier about like real horror, like n- no monsters, no slashes, not whatever. It was just real. demented kids who could yeah. just fuck up your life in a minute. And it's Jack O'Connell as well. Yeah. From um, Skins, who's, yeah. who plays a. Yeah, Psycho, and the guy well. from This Is England with the goggly eyes, um, mm. yeah, and just like Sean again, Fergus. you go through, you go through this film, you know, Fastbender, Michael Fastbender, yeah, Fastbender, yeah, um, days. and he's gone by this time, and she's like gone through the mill with it. These teenagers just fucked up my life, and she's run away, and she's got away, and you think, yes, she's found a house, and she gets in the house, it's and she's a trying to community, isn't yeah, it? It's like a like um, yeah, and she's almost like um. Uh, if it's in America, it, if it's an American movie, it'd be like a like a, a cult Christian cult thing that she'd found. I don't know. Yeah. Well, she just goes into the house to try and phone the police to say, "Look, oh, yeah. this has happened." It's like a and then she estate. gets it, doesn't like she? And, it, and she gets in the house. She's obviously in this house, and then she realizes, "Hang on." And then you realise that she's actually in the house of the kid who's been terrorising her and he comes home basically just to get his dinner. Yeah. And it's just at the end of it and you just she's sit there and go, she yeah, she locks it. In, yeah, and she's yeah. just... And doesn't it just end? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you're like, oh my God. Like, shit. Uh, yeah, and I just remember sitting there, the credits rolled, um, and yeah, I was just done. Yeah. Literally done. Because and I just, just sat there by myself half an hour, just going. You, you so basically, basically that film drained me. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you've got to come up with your own ending. Yeah. It's like, like what happens? Well, what happened? And it's just like it's such a a British movie to end on. Uh, yeah. That would have bombed in the states, I can tell you, because they love happy endings. But it is so dark, and it's like you said, you touched on it. it it's something that could really, really happen. It's just like it's it's too real because. They're in the middle of nowhere, and it yeah. can happen. It's just, just, just terrifying. Again, that type of stuff terrifies me. Yeah, okay. Real, yeah. good pick, man. Dodgy English chavs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. It's my second pick. Then is it? Yeah. Go for it, Paul. Okay. I'm going for 2006. I hope I got that year right. Um, Saw two, and it's um oh. the bit. <laughs> so, with the Saw movies, there's always some fucking fucked up shit that actually happens in these movies, but. This in this scene gets me. It it makes my skin crawl. 
and everything every time I think about it and I rewatched it again the other night uh, when I got home and it's when Amanda who's sort of the, the, the who the double agent in yeah she gets thrown into um, the pit of needles ah uh, yeah and, and by Frankie G he's an, he's an <laughs> arsehole but she, they've obviously got to get this like serum or like key to open up another thing and someone's got to go in but she you know they could have, I don't know how they could have done it in a nice way she just picks her up launches her in and she's like got these needles like in her arm and all this sorts of stuff and then the times obviously starts running out she's crying you know she's crying and she just starts clambering at the uh, the needles and stuff and it's terrific it's oh. horrific scene apt and it just it makes me go numb sometimes watching it the best thing about that scene though is that it completely sets up the finale of it so yeah. you never think that now she is the she is the evil one and yeah. she you know because she that just takes her out the game essentially yeah and you're like yeah well, it's horrific because she like, can't be the bad guy because she's just been chucked into a vat of needles doesn't yeah. she have like a drug addiction that's why as well, yeah, well that's, she, that's that's she's a... the girl from the first one wasn't she like the first the first ever no, with the cage on her head. Yeah, yeah it's no. revealed at the beginning, or at some point, one of the one of them that she had the thing. She escaped from one of the traps. Yeah, yeah. and she becomes this um, little helper. But she, so she's in there, sort of like as a making making yeah. sure things are going the right. But she's great. Yeah. at doing that, and um, I had to watch the the making behind off. the making of. Yeah, so I was I just about to talk so about so how so they I did could it. Get over it. Yeah. yeah, that scene because that's so weird because that's exactly the, what I did. Yeah, put the, <laughs> where how they put the needles in their arm. Yeah, and and all that. So that t- it took me out of it. But it's still, if you have it looks so real though. It looks real when it they chuck so her in real. it. You, she's scrambling to get out, and you're like, how how did they do this? And then I did exactly the same when I saw the making of, and it's it's, it's it, I, I, you have to go and watch it because yeah. it's really interesting how they if made it. If you want to get the horror out of your, uh, <coughs> yeah, out of your um, ugh, beard. Right, so that's my my WTF. Gone and Matt, what's your last one? Um, the last one, and uh, like again, this is a, this is a good one, but for me, it was the end of the movie. Oh, I should have done this last one. Stephen King, The Mist. Oh, so. Oh my God! Oh, Basically, bless, go bless through Tom this James. movie. Oh my you god! You go through this movie, you go through the motions, and um, I do believe it's Frank Darabont that yeah directed it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a who's who of Walking, walking Dead, dead characters. Movie, yeah. yeah. Um, Damn you, Carol! But then <laughs> the very end of this movie—spoiler alert for those who obviously don't want to know what happens at the end of this movie—is um, a, a guy is literally trying to get away. They finally get out of this kind of supermarket that they've been in for a long lot most of the film finally get out in this car and they're in the middle of nowhere and it breaks down i think it breaks down or they run out of petrol. yeah they run out of petrol and he's like it's him his wife and his son and literally he's like well, it's not his wife it's the oh, it's oh, yeah, just sorry, yeah. yeah his wife's already yeah that's right um and he just doesn't know what to do and obviously they're stuck in the middle of nowhere and he's like well we're, we're definitely going to die so I don't want to get killed by these eaten by these whatever they are so he's got a gun and literally so he basically kills the woman that's with him Yeah. and then literally kills his own child as son. he wakes up it's like he wakes up because yeah, he's asleep and he wakes up arms and, and he, he goes dead and then, oh. literally, he puts the gun to himself, just about to pull the trigger, and out from the mist 
Kamsi army. No, he does, no, he, no, doesn't, no, he has no bullets left. No, he, he oh, so he's it? only got he has to sit. So he kills he kills the woman first. Yeah. And then he has he has to kill his son because otherwise his son has to be eaten by whatever's oh, yeah, in the so mist. He, that's so right, then yeah. he kills him, and then he's like literally sits there crying, and then gets out, and he's like, "Right, come on!" Like that screams or something. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, the army just come down and take down the mist, and he sees the that's it's it. Carol, isn't it? I yeah. think Carol from the Water yeah. Dead with her two lasses who left the shop mm. earlier on. And you just presume they got eaten right at the start, and like yeah. they're just looking at him going past, go, you know. Just to look as if to say, oh, fuck you, you should have left when we left. And it's, but it, oh, it's like the biggest gut punch God. in the world. Yeah, and if he and waits like 20 seconds later, he still will be alive. He's done for, wasn't it? It's, like, and it's just like oh. the biggest. Can't, you just there's don't think three it's people. Finish, there's four people in that car. It's not, oh, was there? Yeah, there's it's another, another car. I thought it was her. Is I, can't, I thought it was her. Been, and I've got to be daughter. honest, it's been a long time since I've it's, seen it. It's someone from The Walking Dead. Because he, <laughs> he hasn't got enough bullets. Probably like some really low down character. Yeah, don't they pull straws to see who dies or something like? I don't know. I, I can't, oh. but yeah, it is a <sighs> fucked up moment. And that movie is freaking brilliant. Isn't it? The book doesn't get out of the supermarket though. I don't think they should because it's only a short story. They missed. And they did a TV show. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. No. I haven't seen that. Maybe the Shermanator dies out that garage. Good, <laughs> the Shermanator from Merton Pie. Yeah, so that's my that's my pick. That's cool. a very yeah. I agree with that. Uh, what about our social media then? So we um. Could you put the question on there? See if what see what some of the our social media have said. Um, so we got on Twitter. Um, oh God, Ryan Martin at that Ryan Martin has said um, most of uh, most of a Serbian film. Yeah, I can uh, <laughs> I can uh, oh, sympathise with oh, that. Dear. And um, <laughs> he said at Lawrence Lawrence R Harvey getting a centipede at the bum. So he's always talking about human centipedes. I've not seen that. <laughs> I hope he's talking about human centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> centipede. I don't know what that is reference to, but um, some Phil Ken Seven uh, says uh, Deep Blue Sea, where Samuel Jackson gets eaten by that shark when he's just halfway through his speech. That's that classic. is very good. That's yeah. pretty cool. I remember that in the cinema. It's pretty cool. A what podcast said the big reveal in Sleepaway Camp? I haven't seen this movie. What? Do you know what he's on about? I, I I haven't seen it either, and I feel really bad because it's meant to be one of those classics. Right. Well, I'm going to go and try and watch this film yeah, in, the next, in next week, so I'll find out what he's um, talking about. Um, Patrick C. Green says, "Night of the Demons, lipstick meet inner breast tissue." <laughs> I mean, it sounds amazing. I'm watching this movie now. Yeah. Night of the Demons. That's been on my list. For Damn a while. right. It's on Netflix. this is cool from um, Instagram we've got uh, Leon Leon D'Antonio is that from the Boo Crew yeah this guy is he knows his horror man he runs a podcast called the Boo Crew Um, it's a fantastic podcast and and obviously I think people should go and listen to it because they know their horror Um, it's such a really good podcast to go listen to it's really well produced He's a great guy. And he yeah, knows you, his stuff. You turned me on to it, and I, I'm, I'm, it's on my list now to listen to every week. So, yeah, the, the interviews are fantastic. So, he says, um, he says it's a toss up between uh, Jigsaw waking up at the end of Saw, that's a great reveal, or yeah. the ending twist in, in Pet. Yeah, I haven't seen Pet. He must mean Pet. It's, that's a movie, is it? So, it's not yeah, Pet Central. No, it's, like it's, a, it's a movie um, called Pet. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's pretty much, I think it's got the. Um, is it uh, Dominic Monaghan from um, oh, okay. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Uh, I think he, it's about where he captures a girl 
um, puts her in a cage that he really fancies. Um, but I haven't. I'm pretty sure it's that. If it's not, it might be something. Might be a different um, movie. It could be Pet Cemetery with the ending. It might right be. at the end. But um, I'll have to find out for sure. Um, and then I think on. Um, have we got any on Facebook? Yeah, there, there is one on Facebook. What's the one on Facebook? Um, it's Facebook? Katie Stewart. She said, when I. This is spoilers again, so if you don't. You know, there's a lot of spoilers here. But when I found out about Nicole Kidman and her children were ghosts at the end of The Others, which was a brilliant shout. That, that reveal yeah. is fucking crazy. Wow, that was fun. I like that one. I fucking haven't laughed like that. That's good money. Yeah. Okay, so this um this week's move from the vault, I picked it out and it was um class of Newcomb High. indeed obviously you met with mr I'm, i met with mr himself. lloyd kaufman so hopefully you might listen to this episode so hope you guys are going to be really nice about this movie oh. um but I'll, oh, no. I'll, tell everyone, I'll tell everyone a little bit about what's going on with this movie so class of newcomb high is based in uh, the world of tromaville and it's um a film about high school students um, who go to school next to a nuclear power station and Lots of antics happen from there when they smoke loads of intoxicated weed. Um, we're met with this gang called the Cretans. Um, we've got Warren and Chrissy, but a bunch of preps who can't haven't had sex yet. Um, and it's just one of those movies where you've got to watch it because I don't even know if we talk about it, we've got we're going to be able to do it justice because it's so awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, class of, New- class of Newcomb High, 1986. So, Matthew, yes. what's your first initial thoughts on this movie? Okay, so, obviously I've never seen this movie movie in my life at all. I put it on, and I didn't even have to play your dodgy DVD copy, because I went straight <laughs> on to, to YouTube and I found the HD version of it for free. Um but yeah, I stuck it on and I was like, wow, this is proper 80s. Like, I know it was shot in the 80s, I know that. But this film literally is the 80s. Yeah, if you want to watch a movie that um, symbolises everything right with 80s horror and what they, they just, people just tried to go out there, this is what you want to watch. I watched this when I was 15 years old um, with... Uh, with a young with a young lady called Haley and my brother and this is probably not three young boys no this is probably one of the most mental this film has stuck with me since I was since I was 15 so would you say it holds a special place in your heart yes because of just how fucking wacky I don't think I mean if anyone out there like appreciates horror um like I do in terms of just films that have like that really messed up gore for gore's sake, then they would like, like any trauma film. So in like Kaufman's done like Toxic Avenger. Of course, yeah. He's in Class Newcomb High, obviously, but we've done Return to Class Newcomb High, and there's there's about three or four other sequels. So the whole tra- the whole trauma thing is just based around it's just B movies, and he's got his own studio. He's such a gent. Let's talk about this movie as a whole. Sto- the story. 
What, what, what's your thoughts <laughs> on the story, Jordan? So I tell you what, I, I can agree with you one thing. The film sticks with you. <laughs> so like my, I'd never seen it before. So I watched it on a YouTube uh, last week when I found out it was going to be on for my research. Um, and yeah, wow, it is of its time, shall we say. It's um, it's but I can understand. I can understand. So when I watched it, um, I finished, and uh, the missus was like, "Oh, what did you think?" And I said, "It's. Do you know what? If I'd have watched that as a kid, I'd have probably thought that was amazing." And I think <laughs> I thought, and to be honest, like I, you know, like I remember watching Bad Taste as a kid, right. thinking this was like probably one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Not because it was shot well or done anything but it was just you know as a kid you're not really supposed to be watching this type of stuff yeah and it's it's got funny bits in it but it's it's got gore in it it's got violence in it and you're like oh my god this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life fast forward 20 years later and you're like what hmm. the fuck am i watching yeah and i just it was just utterly bizarre it was bizarre. Mm. like it 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 obviously it cuts in straight away with this like rock like anthem behind it. Oh, it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, so I knew you were going to say this with the soundtrack, right? So, but it's like the soundtrack's still going on. Fifteen minutes into the film, it's still going on. It's as if someone forgot to press the stop button on the but, and like they're talking, they're just dialogue, but the music's still on in the background. And I don't know if this was meant to be, but and Paul, I don't know if you can lighten us here. Like, why do all the extras in the background dance? Why not? Well, exa- well, exactly. Why not? But when why not? They're no. just talking about going to a party in the afternoon, and there's some two kids that are completely unrelated to the story, just dancing wildly behind them. This is the beautiful thing about like trauma. It's just like do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm but... sure that these 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 extras were just told to do whatever they felt. Yeah, just was natural just go with it. Go with it. All right, I'm gonna dance. I mean, let's talk about some of the central characters, shall we? So you got Warren and Warren and Chrissy, they're they're the two, <laughs> and then you've got the uh, you've got the cretins, right? The cretins, like the Mad Max rejects. <clears throat> that's be- it's a beautiful. So yes, I like this. So Mad Max rejects. They are. They look like Mad Max, right? They look like the beyond the beyond Thunderdome. But you know what I love about it? The plot point, which explains why they are, and it's like, oh, who are they? They're the cretins, and uh Oh, the Cretans, I think. Cretans in yeah. America. Yeah. Um, and they used to be preppy kids who once smoked weed. They used and to be now... the honor students. Oh, the honor yeah. students who now, like, just... And... I mean, one of them's got... Like, okay, so one of them walks around with a bone. Yeah. All right? That's just how bizarre it is. They are just basically, like, think about a stereotypical punk of the 80s. That's what they went with here. I mean, we've got... They've got... No, no nose rings in there, uh, like nose rings, leather jackets, and they're just assholes. Yeah, they're like they're not even bullies; they are just assholes. I, yeah, I, well, the the fun, like I actually laughed out loud a couple of bits, right? Now, and obviously, I know it's it took it is quite tongue in. It must be tongue in cheek. It's so. a comedy horror. But when <laughs> the first bit I laughed out loud is is when the the girl member of the Cretans bullies the kid in the classroom by. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right, Paul's laughing his head off now because he knows it. Jumping on his head with her crotch. What was it? And then ramming it into a locker or something, doesn't it? Don't she step on his penis? Oh, with, yeah, like, yeah, with the high heels. heels. Yeah. And he's like, does this comedy, ooh, type of thing. It's like and, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, totally, sort of yeah, style. yeah. And she puts him between his legs and she does like this, like, 
re- weird wrestling move where yeah. she rams him into yeah. the wall and kicks him in the balls and mm. she's absolutely ruining him and it's like he, he should be dead <laughs> with a yeah. little stello shoe yeah. it's bonk it is nuts um I mean there's some great like lines in it oh what did I write down make like a hockey stick and get the hell out of here that was one of my favourite lines yeah because some really classic. Like, it's a classic one I mean the the bit with the Cretans where they're you know they're, they're obviously in the street and they're just hanging out and they've decided that they're going to play this this old woman this scene is amazing can you not remember this I know what you're talking about yeah where like literally yeah, literally like, so obviously they want to rob this old woman so they play this prank where they, one of them eats like Alka-Seltzer or something so he's foaming at the mouth preventing out of a fit and then Spike, one of them the leader of the cretins yeah runs over to this woman saying oh come on he's having a fit help me help me help me and she's just sort of looking as if she just she, she looks as if she's a real old lady in the street who isn't even in the film she's like what's going on then he steals her purse. She screams wildly. He runs off with her purse. Then Spike, the leader of the Cretans, not content with stealing her purse, punches her in the face. Just literally lamps her out. And you think, all right, well, fair enough. He doesn't. She wants to stop her screaming so they make her get away. But then doesn't stop there. Just keeps punching her. He plays the boot in. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And it... It's Maybe like, it says more about me that I actually laughed at that bit. Yeah, uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's slapstick. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that sort of Betty Hill sort of style um, humor that I think he's got it from, um, and it sort of works. I mean, the bonus scene. Talk about the bonus scene already. Have I gone? Have I skipped? Sorry. Before sorry. we get to that bit, I want to touch on the nightclub scene that went on for days. <laughs> um, there was plenty of extras dancing in that as well. Yeah, I mean, if you like that, to say extras dancing, I got watch to say, this film. I've got, I've got to say, that party scene was awesome. Um, I don't. What? Who was that playing? The band? Does anybody know what band that is? Oh, it's no like Devo. Like it sounds like Devo, something like that. But the band is playing in the background, it's like eighties, and it's like a proper eighties party. It's supposed to be a frat party. It's it's not a frat house. It's like literally a club somewhere, and yeah. they've rented it out, <laughs> and everybody's in like pool gear and stuff um it's a pool party without yeah, the pool yeah and they're just going crazy and obviously this is oh they're getting off it's like they're getting yeah. off of each other everything's going on it's stuff. like a mass like spring break orgy um but there's one bit and obviously where they've got the joint that's supposedly grown at the um the plant the toxic plant where it's obviously the, the weed is toxic it's so the atomic the, high the atomic yeah, high the cretans of yeah, yeah, so the Cretans make people buy of them by kicking the shit out to... of them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to buy some drugs? No. <laughs> yeah, I'll have some. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, don't, yeah. they don't just make money; they yeah. make them buy the weed. Buy the weed, like yeah. But, but they, they, they obviously make the two um, preppy people, Chrissy, smoke it. Chrissy, Chrissy, and, and uh, Warren. Warren. So, they, but if you remember, they make the, there's a third person that smokes the weed. Um, it's one of the girlfriends. She also has a, a massive drag of it as well. Yeah. But nothing happens to her. Anyway, regardless of the point. <laughs> then, obviously... And there's that cut... really tacky music every time they take a turn. Yeah. yeah. It goes... Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then off they go, and then they decide they're, they're wow, raunchy, and off they go up. The, the thing. I, now, I don't know if you two noticed this when you watched it, but they're all, obviously, um, they're all in their swimwear. And the guy's wearing his tiniest little budgie smugglers I've ever seen in my life, like blue sh- uh, budgie smugglers. So they go upstairs into this obviously frat boy house, and it's supposed to be a bedroom. And they go upstairs, and obviously the, the lady's on the bed, and she's literally sexed up. She's going crazy. And he comes up the stairs, but he's fully clothed. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah. The, ah. con, you can't, the continuity in this thing you can't yeah. worry about. No, I but really, I was like, <laughs> you can worry about it. He was just in budgie smugglers. Now he's yeah. in full dress. And then the, the most awkward sex scene happens. <laughs> that, that, that's like, like, and then then these two guys come up and start watching them. And it is like a carry on film. It is basically a carry on film at this point. Um, but yeah, she does get a little bit of uh, yeah. nudy and stuff like that. And they're like, um, they're like high as a, high as a kite. Um, and yeah, they have like they have the, you know the the teenage sex as it mm. were. So it's that sort of classic moment. All it's missing is a turkey baster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, and then he goes, he takes her home to which looks like some sort of crack den. <laughs> cra- yeah. In yeah. New York yeah. somewhere. Yeah. It's. I mean, I don't know where they live, but this. She would live in like a really well, nice have, house. They have their names on their jackets as well. Chrissy yeah, I want one of those jackets. Yeah. Yeah, little preppy jackets. Mm. But then they have these um. What, what this is what we'll talk about. There the, we go. The, there we go. The hallucinogenic dreams that they sure. have. Yeah, yeah, this is mental. So hers is kind of crazy. She f- she thinks she's pregnant, which I think is a really good scene. It looks awesome. The the special effects on that is really really good. I knew you'd love it. That's it's really good. The practical effects yeah, are really yeah. good. Yeah, it reminds me Even of the, the giant boner. No, it uh, is counteracted by the giant ten-pole boner going on at the same time. I thought I mean, right, when, that... I, when I I remember you this movie. You want to see it, then? No, when I remember this movie, throbbing. I thought I, thought I, I thought that it, didn't, it wasn't. I thought you saw the boner. Yeah, I didn't well, you realize... told me. You told me you saw yeah, it. Yeah, I, I thought you. it was. Like, I didn't think it was covered by. I'm sure, it wasn't a cut version. Maybe I could watch a different version. Yeah. I don't know, but it was like this fucking telegraph pole. Yeah, it just kept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? But is it is it a dream or is, does this happen? This is what I want to know. Well, he's this. already impregnated her, so I think it's this like. Oh yeah, it's hallucinating. But she right, so yeah, so that's that's the hallucinogenic dreams yeah. are absolutely nuts for this fucking ten foot boner thing that comes that he did, <laughs> and he looks he looks like he's about to explode, uh, explode and stuff like that. It's just it yeah. looks messed up. But um, doesn't he go out? So what happens next? So there's two things that happen afterwards. He goes out as like. He's pissed off with the cretins for selling this weed. Sure. Yeah, so he goes to find them. He goes to find them. He turns into this... He turns into the Hulk. The Hulk? Yeah. Well, the Hulk... It's after they've stolen the... Beating the shit out of this this woman. They're like chucking this purse around. And he he comes into this alley as the Hulk. Well, yeah, so he kills... He kills kills everyone in the alley, doesn't he? No. And then Spike comes in to find everyone dead. And then he says it's Warren... Yeah. It, it, it looked a lot like Warren. It looked a lot like Warren. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, when they they shouldn't have spoken. No, like, yeah, just <laughs> so yeah, that happens. So he's like this, like that's quite a cool scene muted... as well because he kind of like he shoves his hand down one of the guys. Oh yeah, pipes. all the way down the throat. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I was expecting scene. to see more. I'd, it's almost like they they kind of stopped and they kind of it's almost like there was something else that they cut out. But he carried on, and then he chucks kind of he kind of chucks Spike over into the back of a van, yeah. and then like he, he and then it cuts to the kind of like the junkyard where they hang out, um, and one of the teachers that that Spike has molested. Oh, oh yeah, kind of is there in a bra? Random. Yeah. At one, at one <laughs> stage, yeah, turns up. It's mental because at one stage, like Spike, the leader, literally is about to go into a German class because they're supposed to at school. Yeah, for German, <laughs> he just yeah, it's German. The German teacher, everyone remembers the German teacher at school. We all had him. I bet um, you remember her, doesn't he? It was just called. I did. Um, I did. I did Spanish. Um, but yeah, but she, <laughs> he ends up snogging her, and then and then, like outside the class, and she's like, 
and then she ends up just going off Turning to the toilet. Slide, doesn't she like slide down the wall? Yeah. With a pleasure. And then the next thing you know, she's like putting makeup on and being like black That's leather. Right. She's one of the cretins. Yeah. He's like, what is going on? But that was quality. I enjoyed that bit. I thought Fist funny. down the throat. Yeah, I wrote that. Um, <laughs> Chrissy miscarriage. The puke baby. Yeah. The puke baby. Uh, yeah. Oh, this weird thing happens. Go on, let's talk about that. Can I, like before, some... before we get to that, I just want to talk about one scene that had me literally in tears. So, just before this happens, um, oh, actually, it might happen. No, let's talk about let's talk about the puke scene first because I think the thing I'm going to talk about is afterwards. All right, so, so she she goes to the toilet. Yeah, she basically pukes up this like sort of like alien worm thing, yeah. tadpole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because you think first of all, you think, oh gosh, she's gonna have this baby because her, her belly's baby. like going up and down, and like. But then it goes up her throat and out of her mouth. Again, it's good effect. Again, effect. Yeah, effect wise, it's really good. And then, and then, she passes out. And this is the thing that had me in tears. When they go to the hospital scene, I don't know if you noticed it, but I was absolutely pissing myself at this point. They they're having this really in depth conversation with is her mum talking about oh yeah, she was nine months pregnant and stuff like this, and she's like what nine months? But in the background. There's these two doctors that have some sort of sample (laughs) and he he accidentally trips and the sample, I don't know what it is, goes over this bloke's face and literally for about five minutes he's having this fight with this other doctor because he spilled this sample in his face and you can see him having a scuffle Yeah. and then they stop scuffling and they walk away and then literally this other doctor comes and he slips in the sample on the floor And then falls on the floor, and I'm just pissing myself because it's, it's in the background, and I, and it's obviously intentional. This whole storyline about within a storyline, and I was just pissing myself. I'm saying never have extras been so well it's portrayed yeah. in it's this brilliant. film. I was absolutely wetting myself. It's good. It's good. See, you look. I feel like you're liking this. So, what else do we have to talk about? Um, you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> uh, kidnapping Chrissy. And then I suppose the whole, the end bit, which is just like okay. fucking up the school. Before you get to this, it's like, so obviously the school, um, so the Cretans decide to kidnap Chrissy, right? And the school has the alarm go off, which is like saying there's like been a, a, a kind of toxic spill or something at the plant. So they have to evacuate the school. So they evacuate the school, but the Cretans are still in there and on their motorbikes, terrorizing the halls and everything. And, um, and then they get Chrissy and they say, there's somebody in the basement that wants to meet you. And, <laughs> and they're like, what? And, and just... so they've acquired weapons as well. Oh, yeah, they've got like but... AKs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like full and arsenal just... of... And, and they kidnapped one of the teachers and they'd gone down the secretary. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's, that's, that's dark. Yeah, they when they literally gone, they t- come from being these kind of naughty students to kind of like, you know, just bullying people and beating people up, to now they've got full-on assault rifles <laughs> and shooting teachers. And I'm thinking, wow, this is ahead of its time. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, and then it says, somebody in the basement that wants to meet you, Chrissy. And then they, then it cuts to the scene, and there's this woman in, in leather uh, that's a crazy punk girl that's just, like, licking her and kissing her and... It's just weird. 
Yeah, if you wanted, <laughs> if you wanted like like sense, not like nonsensical yeah. storyline, then this is probably not the, oh, the film for you. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no this probably. is just absolute bonkers, batshit mm. comedy horror shit put in there for I think no reason whatsoever mm. in in reality. But it, some of the you got you got to say he does practical effects very well. The f- do you know what though, like. Even though that obviously this dodgy soundtrack was still playing mm-hmm. right at the start, the do you know the st- at the start? Beautiful. The the guy the the, the big. I don't know why I think he's called Eugene. I don't know why he's called other role called no. Is it Dewey? Yeah. Yeah, Dewey. Yeah, yeah. That bit demise. at the start when he gets chucked out and then melts on the floor, right? <laughs> That's actually quite good. Quite so I was really thinking, good. oh well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Just obviously with the cheesy soundtrack playing in the background, so that's actually really, really good. The way it's done. Yeah. Although if you watch him falling out the window, because when I was watching it uh, online, it buffered, so actually it stopped on the bit where he's falling out the window. <laughs> and I tell you what, that stunt man. Wow, he's not a skinny little boy. <laughs> Honestly, beauty. it stopped when it was buffering. I thought, wow, well, I think that's this has yeah. Got to be the beauty of trauma, like movies. Is I don't think they give a fuck. Well, well, fair play. But do you know what though? Right, I don't know. What, there's a good film in. There's a good storyline in there. Yeah. And I think if they did give a fuck, it would have been a better film. Even though it was, even if they keep the tongue in cheek element, they could have strung a plot together. Because it just seems like, and now we cut to the Cretans, who are going to kick the shit out of an old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and now here's the Hulk. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about. Sorry, the end. The end. Yeah. So, obviously, now Chrissy's little sick baby in the toilet has gone down the tubes and and kind of busted out one of the pipes and fell in some toxic waste and you kind of see a scene where one of the toxic uh one of the um, plant guys goes in and he's doing some testing he he gets eaten by this creature or whatever is in the vat so we cut to the end where chrissy has been kind of abducted by um spike and i can't remember the other girl's name um, but the, the the other punk girl, yeah, and um, and then you don't think, oh god, how's she gonna get out of this? And then suddenly this creature just comes out of nowhere. Now I really like this creature. I mean, it's like they do show close-ups of him, but obviously they they haven't had a massive budget on this. Movie I have though. a Jolly Paul uh, fact. To uh, Trump, Matt's facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, after the after I watched this, I sort of you know because I wanted to be fully prepared. You, you know, to appear professional at this. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. am I going to ruin this about the creature? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, is that they didn't have enough money to yeah, finish the creature, yeah, they so they only had enough to build its head, the start of its torso, and one arm. But but then again, I don't I, I <laughs> yeah, don't know I, I don't know if I agree with that because a lot of monsters in that age of that time they only did heads and arms. Because they did Yeah that but they did arms, not just one arm. <laughs> <All right. Okay. laughs> but to be fair, it didn't it wasn't that bad. I, I no. quite liked the creature. I thought it looked cool and what they used um, film-wise for it and the angles and stuff it was pretty good for what they yeah, had it killed the crap out of some of the Cretans yeah and, I liked and the death t- scene took them out, like, took yeah. out like no end it was beautiful yeah, so so yeah so that happens and then and then obviously our hero comes along um, and Warren I, I was expecting <laughs> Warren to change again yeah I was I, waiting for him to change I, yeah I know. he's no I was, longer I've the Hulk I've seen this film and I was waiting for him to change and 
and obviously he doesn't but then there's a scene where before they were talking about some laser and don't mess around with that laser cause <laughs> that at that time brilliant. I think lasers that were laser in that laser is brilliant those la- lasers yeah. were in it oh, them time. lasers uh, and obviously he grabs this machine and it's a laser and it, it kind of kills where it blows up the school yeah, blows, it blows up, up the school. everything uh, and then and then it blows up um but yeah and and then I... then the school just smashes down and stuff and then that like obviously this is towards the end of the film but i think the single best bit of the film right and i'm not saying this to sound funny because it's the end but like everything's done everything's saved everything's and the little twist at the end when the little tadpole monster jumps out and essentially winks at the camera right at the end it's beautiful it's just like and you're welcome to return return of Newcomb High (laughs) absolute genius I mean yeah I need to get everything of theirs and just like literally demolish them because do you know what I've got to be honest and this is how I felt about this film I sat there and I was completely completely engrossed in this movie I did not know where it was going to go I didn't know what it was going to do. And I fucking loved it. Yes. Say, I'm sorry, Paul. Oh, <laughs> but I loved it because it was just going, it went completely just off the rails. It is, the only way I can say it is, it's one hot mess. And I think it, it obviously was, mess. it was yeah. supposed to be, I don't know. It, for me, it, it epitomizes the eighties. It's just like, it's eighties soundtrack. It's, 80s fashion is 80s horror is 80s like prosthetics and all this stuff and and it was just like and i just i gotta say i was interested in it all for, <laughs> for every for every fault that i had i found something that i loved and, and after the movie i was just like i need to find out more about this shit i, I want to watch more of his movies i want to see what what's next i need to watch the next class of the new high i was just like it really, I'm sorry, but it was absolutely, I loved it. Come on, <laughs> come on then, Jordy, what did you Well, think look, uh, talking, talking with you now, uh, I think I've enjoyed the film more than I actually yeah, thought exactly I did. Exactly. The only thing is, is that I think, I, and I still maintain this, I think if I'd have watched that as a younger yeah. gentleman, sure. or a young or a young lad when it came out, um, I think I would look back on it more fondly than yeah, watching I, it yeah. now. When I think I probably I probably looked at it, I watched it with the wrong head on because I'm not I'm not I wouldn't consider myself a film snob, but I You're, did just I yeah. I don't know if I've gone past that bit of because I'm not a huge horror fan, mm. you know, and like all encompassing horror, I, I thought it was just a bit naff, but I laughed. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's not scary at all. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest, it's That's not comedy horror, but. I laughed, and obviously it made me remember things that I'd already seen back in the day, yeah. like Bad Taste, and and, and the films of that ilk, whereby you know the video man that used to come yeah. around used to be like, "Hey, we'll just get this," you know. I was, I don't know why it made me. Th- have you ever seen a film called Doppelganger with Drew yeah, Barrymore? Yeah, Doppelganger in? with Drew Barrymore, and it's got nothing to do with it. It's got but a it weird just, little bit in it, the, yeah. the monster sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. it just made me. It reminded me of watching things like that. So, but, in fairness to it, it the, did. But and for comedy gold in some places. The thing is that I think I I, I respect most out of this movie for when it was made is the fact that the balls to just go out there and go, fuck this shit. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. I'm going to make the film myself. He's gone out. He's done everything himself. The writers, the producers, uh, everything. They've done everything themselves. They've gone, fuck the studios. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to make what I want. And it's going to be what I want. 
and I, I fucking totally, totally like but respect it, that. Yeah, no, and how bad it is, how good <laughs> it is, but it, it's meant to be bad. It's meant to be that way. But I've got to say, I will say, it's like Marmite. I think you either love it or you kind of hate it. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it's like watching it. It's just it was it was just everything rolled into it and, and like i said before it's like a hot mess but uh, i totally respect where it's coming from i totally totally do this is everything this movie for me and um, from a nostalgia like point of view this is everything i love about 80s horror mm. i mean i i mean it's what like you've mentioned bad taste and when you've got bad taste and brain dead return of the living dead and all those yeah. sort of movies um this it's just got that i don't know what the fuck's going on but it's naughty yeah. Whatever it is, so it's not. I shouldn't if I, be watching yeah, it. Yeah. If I shouldn't be watching this because it's got like it's got boobs. Boobs. It's got boobs. It's, it's got, got it's got teenage sex in it, and it's got faces. It's got faces melting off. When I watched it, I should I knew that I shouldn't be watching this movie. This is like the worst of the worst. It's and there, by the way, there's there several like, women. There's several women that get punched in this yeah. film. It's, which it's, is like, oh my god. Yeah. The, 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 oh yeah, the misogyny in this movie right. is nuts. Yeah. But like, um, but it's but it's done with. Matter Comedy of fact, and value. the tongue of cheek, yeah. it knows what it is. It yeah. knows exactly what kind of movie mm. it is, mm. and I just, I just love it. It's like it, it reminds me of being fifteen and watching those movies where you're not like not meant to watch, like Total Recall, when the first time you saw those free, oh, yeah. free boobs. It's that. You maybe wish I had three. Yeah. I got five kids to feed, man. Yeah. It's that sort of movie, and if you guys, I, I just. I'm glad you, you said that watched... in a quad or that would have been weird. Yeah. You guys had watched like fifty <laughs> like when you're fifteen, it would have been that movie that you wanted to talk about with all your mates in school. You'd like, I watched this fucked yeah. up movie. It's like Monster Squad. Oh. Mon- you, you watch Monster Squad now and never if you if you really if you up. show somebody who's never seen Monster Squad mm. the film now, they'll think it's the biggest pile of shit yeah. they've oh, ever yeah, seen go, in their life. Is what movies. is this? But you, when you watch it as a kid and it's you just maintain that all the way yeah, it's just there, you know. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, you guys. That's that, that's what I'm really enthusiastic. You guys um, seem to kind of like it. So I was still shit. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's shit. But that's yeah. the whole point. These movies is like it's just it's, <laughs> it knows exactly what it is, and I love it. Um, I, so, I'm all in. I want to watch it more. Okay, well, we'll get older some more. So what are you? We're going to rate it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Go on. Then what are you? Ra- then you can do your. Well, I'll go with the, the the original fan first, mate. Okay. Well, for me, it's um. Oh God. I've got because nostalgia perspective. I mean, it's got to be an eight, an eight for me. I'll, I'll go next. I think I, for me, a slightly lower seven, but that's a that's a, a high seven. Um, probably if I was the same as you, I'd probably like it would have. If I watched it when I was younger, it would have been an eight. But <laughs> but purely just because of this balls out, didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I got totally like total respect for this film and I, and I totally understand what it's about um yeah here's a seven so cool Jordy cool. Paul do you want to do you want to write this um <laughs> be honest mate well no I, like it's not my cup of tea but obviously I'll give it an extra point because obviously I've had actually a lot of fun talking about it so um I'll give it a five oh. <laughs> Fair play. so that's Sorry. a draw one last breath well, that's probably ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my vote doesn't count. They'll cut me out of this. Seven out of ten. So that's Seven cool. out of ten. That's cool. Um, you got any Matt's facts on it? Uh, do you know what? I've got a few. Ooh, I'm excited. Fucking, this was hard to find facts on this. I don't know what happened with this, but 
Maybe they were just too like stoned or whatever to, to remember the facts. Or ashamed, ashamed. <laughs> but I couldn't find much. But I digged quite deep for this, and I only found a few facts. And I don't know whether they it's because they didn't record these facts or whatever. Um, but yeah, I only got a couple. So the, a couple of um, a, a couple of them were like um, uh, Brad Dunker was one of the Cretans. Uh, or Cretans, whatever you like to call them. Um, he was a head Cretan. Uh, I think he was Spike. Yeah. Um, but he was only chose to be one of the head ones because he could ride a motorcycle. He's only one of a few that could ride a motorcycle. Good reason. Which was quite weird. Now, well, this, this explains a lot. Now, to me, the, the biggest thing that took me out of this film was there's a character <clears throat> called Taro. Right. She was the, the bird in the basement with the, the punk. She was a punk in the basement. Um, now, she was supposed to have a much bigger role, but apparently in real life, she got in a really bad car accident. Oh, wow. So she couldn't do most of the scenes. So Miffy, which is the other girl that beat up the nerd, yeah. took over most of her roles. Um, so that's why it's kind of weird when it cuts to her in the basement. You're like, who is she? Where has she come from? Oh, okay. Um, so she was supposed to be throughout the film a lot but obviously she had a car accident um i don't know what happened but that's why miffy took up most of her scenes uh, the only other thing is that i've got and this is the last thing and it's really weird there's no more i thought there'd be absolutely loads um actually there's two things um there's a lot of references if you look in the background to toxic avenger there's like a mop hang just like literally on the side and then there's in the canteen there's a guy in the background mopping away um, obviously I think they're just like little references to the to, to nice. Avenger nice. Um, and the last thing was the original title for this movie uh, was meant to be um, Newcomb High uh, but they changed it um, because they wanted people like they thought that it would be good because they thought that people would go to this movie thinking it's a class of 1984 Okay. They thought they'd get more pumps on the seats. So. <laughs> I, I don't good know at marketing. That, He's good don't at marketing. Know whether that's true or I'll not. tell you what, if you've met Lloyd Kauf- Kaufman and you ever spoke, had the pleasure of speaking to him. He's a salesman. He's right. a salesman. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's all I've got. There wasn't Aww. really much. I digged, I digged as deep as I could on the internet, but there really wasn't that much. They should have just called it Terminator 5. <laughs> it wouldn't have had no bearing on the plot. <laughs> oh, that was wicked. That was good fun today. Mm. You need to do your pick for so, next time. My pick for next time is going to be. I don't know if you've seen this or you, you'll be able to, you can get hold of it. It's easy. You should be able to do. Is Clive Barker's Nightbreed. I haven't Ooh. seen it. This is going to be a good one. It's, it's really interesting. So Clive Barker did um, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. That's quite right. That's correct. Hellraiser. Yeah. yeah. Clive Barker's Nightbreed. Yeah. I'm, I, I know I know the name. I have no idea what I'm expecting on this it's one. It's good. I like right, that. Cool. This is 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 interesting. I'm, I'm really interested to find out what you think because um, this one's an interesting. Cool. I'm up for a up for a new one. Sounds cool. uh, sounds pretty cool. Clive Barker's Nightbreed. Yeah, yeah. I'll be on the net in two weeks time. Cool. So I suppose you have to say thanks to Geordie Paul. Uh, th- thanks fan. for having me. Thanks yeah, for having me. It's been fun. It's been good fun actually today. Yeah, yeah it has been. Yeah, really good fun. So what what about the next episode? So in the next episode, obviously we said we uh, we're going to be doing Halloween. Oh my! Uh, God. The Blumhouse. Uh, oh, the can I come back? Blumhouse. I can't <laughs> wait. 
So in, in two weeks' time, we'll come back and we would have watched um, the new Halloween and be able to review that. We've also got a love. Hopefully, we've got a special treat. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We're going to go to a John Carpenter concert. Uh, next Tuesday, so we're going to meet John Carpenter and we'll see what Fingers happens crossed. with that. Yeah, um, but regardless of that, we're going to be coming back in two weeks and reviewing uh, Halloween. It's going to be a fun. Uh, something to scream about um, topic. Jordy Paul, you want to pick something out of the bucket now? Well, the pressure's on, the pressure's on. Okay. Drum roll. What have I got? What have I got? What have I got? Okay, what are we doing? It's the favourite paranormal movie. Oh, that's a good one. Well done. Well, well thank you very much. Yeah. Good, thank you for picking that. That films yeah. with ghosts in them, then. Yeah. And Matt picked out his uh, uh, movie from the vault, which would be Clive Barker's Nightbreed. So oh. I'm looking forward to that. So I guess there's. Um, I can. We're just. Uh, if you ever want to get in contact and talk to us about um, anything, like tell us your favourite um, paranormal movie, um, tell us what you think about the Nightbreed. I mean, everyone's got to go and watch this Halloween movie. So once you go and see it. Tell us what you think on social media, and you can do so by going on Twitter at Draw One Last Breath Podcast at Draw One Last. Get involved. Yeah, get on, on Facebook at Draw One Last Breath Podcast. Or find us on Instagram at Draw One Last Breath Podcast. Or you can email us at Draw One Last Breath Pod at hotmail.com. And just before we go, I just want to put in one last thing. If anybody gets a chance, um, me and Paul have uh, donated to the Kickstarter of the 80s horror doc um i really advise you to be quick and get in there and if you can donate some money um yeah they've, they've already um hit their uh, first target of twenty five thousand uh dollars but they're going for their stretch target which is going to increase the amount of like extra parts they go and see and the amount of people that they can go and actually view um like i said me and, my, me and matt have both um donated and if you can do just go to check them out on twitter at 80s horror doc yeah it's all on kickstarter so get involved because that is going to be huge i think if you watch the trailer the trailer speaks for itself definitely it's very good yeah, yeah definitely and i guess there's only one more thing to say a massive thanks to jordy paul and uh when there's no more room in hell here's another podcast <laughs>